Yo, 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 what's up, what's up? Welcome back to the Talk of My Shit podcast with your boy Too Skinny. I got a very, very special guest in the building with me today, the homie Frankie. What it do, bro? What's going on, man? What's going on? I'm glad to be here finally, man. This fucking podcast, man. This is my shit, man. Every week. <laughs> You know what? I'm like, man, I wonder when I'm going to get in there with this dude. Cause, you <laughs> you know, just ask, fool. No, nah, I'm, I'm not going to ask because I'm like, no, nah, my, my boy's busy and shit. You know, he got this nah. thing. He's doing this thing, you know, and, nah, you know, I'm just, I, I was sidelining. But now, man, I'm like, man, after it's that time. show and everything, I'm like, you know what, man, this dude... He's I going somewhere. I, I gotta get in now before he forgets about me later. Tell me, fuck that dude. You know, nah, 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 never, bro, never. Uh, I mean, for the people that don't know Frankie, uh, I know I, I we, I've told a story. Uh, I've told various stories about us. You know, some I have a name drop, some I have. We'll talk about. Certain, there's a story specifically that we'll talk about. I've told before on the podcast in the beginning, uh, but we'll get into details uh, in a little bit. But Frankie's one of my best friends. He's uh, who's he's my. Uh, I think I would say he's my best friend, my first best friend ever. Like I. Before the before I been like meeting you uh, and Porfirio, I was uh, I was always in like groups of friends in Chicago or when I moved out here, but it was never really like anything solid. Like, oh, that's my best friend, you know. It was just kind of like people you knew, people you talked to. You know what, bro? Same same thing here, man. Yeah, same goal. Was- I didn't really have like you know you have those childhood kids that you hang out with and did stupid shit, you know, yeah. in the in the in the hood and shit, you know. And, but not really like somebody you could you say, you know what? That's my boy. I I trust him with everything, yeah. and you know we. I guess in a way, you know, you, you share like certain things, you know, certain experiences. You grow up, you yeah, know, yeah. you're going through puberty and shit. You're being yeah. a little fucking fucking bitches. Yeah, a little teenage <laughs> bitch and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's but, that um, very Epstein of you. <laughs> nah, boy. <laughs> no, Damn. but uh, I, no, but yeah, yeah. Like I said, you were one of definitely my very my my first best friend for sure. You know, then Porfirio came along. I mean, and, and we created you know uh, friends. And then I think the only other person I've ever I've been able to build a bond like you and I. And Porfirio's is uh, with the homie Chins, you know, it's someone that I can, you know, yeah. you're just people that you know you trust, like, no matter what, you don't have to worry about any, you, you don't have to worry about them ever, you know, because you know they're on your side regardless of anything. So. Right, nah, yeah, nah. I mean, so, I mean, I you know what's funny, you. bro? I fucking, I grew up with Chins um, almost. Like, we mm-hmm. went through, like, elementary school together and stuff, yeah. and I, you know. You did I not mean, fuck with him? Not really, bro. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie, bro. I was a fuck-ass dude, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Growing up, you know, and Chins can vouch for me. <laughs> was he a fuck ass dude, Chin? I, I, I was a fuck ass dude hanging out with some fucks and shit, you know. And mm-hmm. like, you know what? I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you you live and you learn, you grow. But like now, if I look back, you know, to like my early childhood days, if my son was like me, I'll smack the shit out of him. You know what I'm <laughs> you think, no. Yeah, I think I think uh, I think I would do that. The, the, the same. I mean, I was a piece of shit kid, man. And one of the things I regret a lot too, like I mean, shit, we're completely out of topic, but fuck it, I feel like. This is a natural conversation. Um, one of the things for me, too, like, I, you and me were fucking, like, I think this is, we inspired the Talk of My Shit podcast from our early age because all we did was talk dude, shit. All we did was All, dude, all we I, did was. I love talking shit, bro. Yeah, like, we would roast anybody and everybody. And you know what? Unfortunately, like, the only thing I guess I would go back in time and, and not do it because I, I feel bad, like, fuck, like, I was really, I was a bully, bro, you know, and it bro. Hard, it's hard to admit. It's like, sometimes <laughs> I, I'm laying in bed, I'm like, Wow, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> bro, anybody can vouch that I was a bully, too. I mean, no, no, don't get me wrong, though. And I feel like that's why we got along, bro. The yeah. moment we clicked. We were both pieces we of shit. <laughs> <laughs> we were both pieces of shit, fucking assholes that, 
you know, obviously, you know, we probably had something, you know, like like an issue that we didn't know how to like deal with, and we yeah. fucking we just talk shit about talk other shit. people. We're, yeah, yeah. Uh, to cover our own insecurities, we will make we, other people feel bad. Exactly. And I do apologize to anybody that I ever. Uh, I know people that still listen to this, and people that I probably said some shit about them or talk shit to them in the classroom, and that even still to this day inbox me and say they listen to the podcast, they like it. And it's just like I do definitely want to apologize, right, to everybody that I ever like, you know, down put put down, you know, because it's like you you see a motherfucker with shacks on you roasting. I'm roasting. Bro, I'm roasting, bro. I'm ro- to, 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 to this, this day, day. <laughs> <laughs> bro. To this day, I'm roasting motherfuckers, but I'm not roasting them in their face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, different. I'm alone. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm driving by and shit, with, and I got my girl in the passenger, and I'm roasting. I'm roasting left and right. This nigga is not retired no, at all. I'm, roast, I'm roasting all the way home, nigga. <laughs> Oh. But uh, but yeah, bro. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, you and me. Like I said, we we clicked when we were in school because of the same reason. But yeah, I, I would definitely change that. But I mean, shit. At the end of the day, it inspired. Like I think that like roasting each other, it built your your comedic my comedic character. I feel like it made me funnier. You know, it's like, and it's now it's like it's natural. Like if you, I could literally put anything in front of me, I could talk shit about it and. If it wasn't for, you know, b- bouncing jokes back and forth between you and I and the index crew or whatever in middle school, like, I would not do what I'm doing it, now. It all, it all started at the lunch table, man. Yeah, at the, the, the lunch day, table's roast, It, it all started uh, with uh, roasting Ricky Tricky, you know? Oh, yeah, that was the cowherd, cowherd <laughs> that days, That was bro. the cowherd days. Roasting, yeah. and then roasting went into, uh, you know, into high school, and then... Yeah. You know, next thing you know, we're roasting every class, bro. Yeah, 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 we're yeah. having roast sessions left and right. You yeah, know, it, it was fun. That was like that. I think yeah. that was our, that was our, our I guess uh, that was kind of like our like getaway or whatever. Like our little, that was fun. You know, I looked forward. Yeah. To, there, were, I don't know. Chins was actually in this class. Uh, I don't think he was like part of the roasting sessions, but we had Tomcat time one year. I think it was mm-hmm. junior year, and literally Tomcat time for the people that didn't go to East Aurora is uh, basically a study hall. It's a but study it's, hall for we don't, you don't, but you don't study there. Yeah, it's you more just, like uh, uh, watch it's, videos. It's a break. Yeah, it's a break, yeah. So uh, I was fortunate enough to get uh, Frank in my class. Chins was in there. Uh, We had Gabe, Gabe, Gabe Big Ass. Yeah, Gabe. Uh, (laughs) A few people that were, you know, roast masters, if you will. And literally from the moment we sat down to the moment we left that class, we just roasted all day long. And it's like it got to a point where the whole class would just look at us, roast each other, and it would just it was almost like a comedy Bro, show it, it, we were putting on for people. Even <laughs> even the straight A students were getting in on the roast. Yeah, every, everybody, everybody would get flamed. Everybody was getting and in on the roast. Motherfucker would laugh. I'd be like, "Boy, I don't know why the <laughs> fuck is you laughing." They bitch. can laugh across. <laughs> the, bro, don't laugh across the class, bro. Yeah, I don't roasting. care if you're across the class. I, I, I remember it was funny because Chins used to sit on the, across the across the classroom, and we'll catch him laughing, and then somebody like, "Boy, Chins, I know you're not laughing." Like, I know you. But he was always cool, you know. It was. It was fun though. It was, it was great, great. Damn, I just had like a fucking. You know what? I, I have talked about this before on the podcast. I've never missed high school in my life, but just this right now, talking about it, I kind of got a little nostalgic there, bro. It's, I was like, it's fuck, the, it's the people. Yeah, it's at the, the end people. of the day, it's the it's, people. Yeah, bro. The people with anything, it. with anything, you you know, it's not the place. It's the people at the end of the yeah. day, you know. And yeah. I feel like you know. I haven't seen like now that you speak about Gabe, man. That dude, that dude, fucking. You got fat. You know what? <laughs> I think we all got fat. <laughs> but um, I've been fat though. No, <laughs> y'all just catching up. No, no. no, no. Yeah, let me get there. <laughs> nah, you're keto now, right? I, I I did keto for three months. It, 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 that shit works. It works. It works, but it's hard, bro. It's mm-hmm. hard at the end of the day. You know, man, just, you can't have carbs, bro. 
Everything everything good is carbs. Yeah, you know? everything good. Like everything pasta good. And shit. Eventually, you're gonna give in. The way I did it was like, okay, I lost like 25 pounds, or whatever. I'm gonna fucking okay, go flex. Go ahead, talk your shit. No, 25 no. pounds. Nah, nah. <laughs> but hey, <laughs> talk my shit, right? <laughs> well, I'm still I'm still heavy though. I'm still heavy, yeah, yeah. you know. But it's just kind of like you know, it's good though. It's you, good. You, you you become a dad. You don't get like oh yeah. There's another thing when you become a dad, like you you fucking it's weird. You go through you go through this weird phase where like you don't give a shit what you eat and. You know, I think I'm. I think I'm going through that phase now, even though I'm not a dad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so damn, bro. So nah, but anyway, let, let, sorry, man. Let's get back on topic. Yeah. I, we're all over the place here, man. But uh, let, here, let me let me do my first things first, man. Uh, let me talk about this show. Uh, we, I did this pop up show, uh, talking my shit live. It was uh, initially it was promoted like a like a live podcast, the first ever live podcast. But it kind of ended up being just a regular comedy show. You know, I went up there with my notes, my just like I have now. Uh, my uh, I just wrote them on a piece of paper. You know. It's crazy is I, I like right now I'm reading these notes off of my iPhone and uh, usually when I do comedy sets I I, rec- I basically put lay out my sets on my notes right and uh, that day I had laid out everything for that for that the, the next day for the show or whatever right. And I fucking cracked my phone, bro. I dropped my phone as we're being chins and the guys were doing audio uh, audio sound. We're putting up the chairs. And I'm stressed the fuck out, you know? Like, the leading up to this show, <clears throat> it was just so stressful for me. And my fucking eating habits were out of control more than they already are. Damn. And, uh, I mean, my nails are down to my fucking finger. Like... I, I I was I was so like uh, I couldn't sleep, bro. It was it was so stressful, but I I needed I I work well under stress. Like I may be very like shitty attitude wise, but the product I produce I feel like when I'm under stress is the best. And uh, and I feel like that's what happened because I, I mean even on Saturday, the day of the show, uh, right before we started the show. Because uh, I, I hung out in, inside the house the whole time. I didn't want to be outside meeting people and all that just because uh, I wanted to focus on the set, right? Right. And uh, anyway. Uh, I mean, obviously, after the show, I you know we all kicked it or whatever. I'm trying to sound like a dick. And she's like, I did not want to beat nobody. <laughs> no, yeah, but, okay, uh, yeah. no, but anyway, that that but that uh, moments before the show, you were inside the house because uh, I mean, like I said, your family. So you're talking to my parents, and you had met, you'd said something to me, and at the moment, I was so stressed out that you, I I, I felt like I was a dick to you, you know. And I, no, I, bro, you know what, bro? I I saw I, right away. I knew something like you were you were not like you were like. I was like, I don't know what's wrong, you know, mm-hmm. but I saw you, you were kind of like, not, not panicking. Well, I guess you want to, I want to say panicking, yeah. but I didn't see you straight. I was like, you know what, man, I, I'm just going to go outside yeah. away. Maybe he's, you know, he probably lost something or something or something's not going right. You know, yeah. I don't know. But no, I mean, I don't take it a hard, bro. You know, yeah. I, I know you're doing yeah. your thing and shit. And I want to take this time to apologize to everyone. I feel like, especially my family, uh, I mean, leading every every day because my you know my parents they kind of like stayed out of the out of the way because I mean obviously it was my thing I had to put it together um, you know financially and uh, you know as far as Chins uh, was helping me with the logistics of everything right but uh, anyway they they kind of stood to the side but leading up to the day of they kind of wanted you know they wanted to help because they're parents at the end of the day so they asked me oh what do you need this or like they were being nice to me and I was just I felt like I'd give them attitude my sister would ask uh, me dumb shit like every every little thing was aggravating to me and would like throw me off and shit but uh but man I feel like once I got on that stage though man and, and fuck it just like from the moment I got there to the moment I, it ended I was on stage for the people that weren't there I was on stage for an hour and nine minutes which is the longest set I've ever done in my life um, which is yeah, that was a really long set, bro. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, bro. You, you you were on the set, and man, like the last 20 minutes, bro, I, I had to take a piss so bad. 
I was I was fucking holding that shit, bro. My fucking stomach was hurting. The moment the moment you finished, bro, I I did it, bro. But like, <laughs> but like, man, I couldn't miss it. You know, it, it was so good. I, I I was like, you were, and it, it was worse because you got funnier towards the end. You got like you were killing it, and I'm just kind of like, man, bro, don't fucking make me too, have too much, man. I'm gonna piss myself here, and I'm gonna be the the last joke. In this bitch. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, it was uh, yeah, it was it was like I said, was, yeah, I, was it was. I feel like most of the performances I've ever done, I, I kind of follow this set. I, I write down these jokes. I keep them a certain way. And when I get on stage, I kind of turn into this character, this too skinny character or whatever. But I'm never... I, 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 myself, Kenji, like the real me is what you guys hear in the podcast. This is who I am, right? This is my, the real... You get 100% authentic me. And I've been wanting to take this this persona, I guess, or this myself on stage. But I, I, I always... I can't because sometimes I'm doing certain shows where I can't say certain shit. Sometimes the time frame that I got is too little. So if I'm telling a story and I only got five minutes to perform, you know, I might get to the fucking punchline at the four minute. And if the joke doesn't work, then I just waste the four minutes of my time, right? So I just always stick to my jokes and never try to... Ex- try new shit right so that's why when i do my own big shows with longer sets that's when i try to bring out the new material which is very risky because a lot of comics will tell you don't try new shit on a big show you know you want to try shit that works but that's the that is the only way i feel comfortable trying new shit is in front of my own people you know so that day you know i went up there with all new material like i said i was going to treat it like a podcast but man i just got up there and it just started working i just kind of i was myself 100 percent from the moment i got on stage to the moment i got off and maybe you're right it did help me that i was home that I would literally at my house, you know, mm-hmm. or or it was my people. I guess probably that I now that with the podcast, I knew that the people was fucking with me like heavy. Like I knew that <clears throat> people wanted to hear me, you know, even if I maybe I feel like the people fuck with me enough <clears throat> to where even if I wasn't that funny, they would like forgive me or, or maybe still fuck with me, you know. No, I, I feel like, you know, whoever showed out, they know you're funny. Yeah. Like, you know, they showed out because they know you're funny. You know, they're not, not everyone's going to go to a comedian's house and. Mm-hmm. You know, he's hosting the show. Like, oh, come to my show. Now, everyone's going to do that yeah. if they don't know you're funny. Yeah. They knew you were funny. They just, they just showed up and said, you know what? New material. I mean, come on. Who doesn't want to go? Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. I mean, I just feel like the, when you go to a random show, like, not a random show, but like when you go to a show, like, you know, you're going to have all types of different people there, you know, and that's what, that's when you get there, that's in your mind, and you're going to be like, you know what? I need to hold back because. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what these people are into. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, when I do when I do shows in Chicago, <coughs> for example, I'm going to be doing a show in in Iowa in the next two weeks. It's, uh, I already got the warning of like, hey, don't don't talk about Trump. Don't don't do no Trump jokes. I was like, all right. I, I, the good thing about me is I don't do political stuff. I never talk about mm-hmm. Trump or I, or the Democrats or anybody. So to me, it's nothing, right? But it kind of sucks. It's like, damn, like I'm already getting censored, you know, over certain shit. It kind of sucks, but I mean, whatever. It is what it is. This is the time that we live in, you know? Yeah, I guess so. And uh, I mean, I'm not going to, I mean, fuck, I don't want to talk about that fool anyway, so I don't give a fuck. But a lot of comics do, you know, most comics have a Trump joke. Everybody has a Trump joke in their set. Everyone has a Trump it's like, joke. Kinda like, uh, it's almost like watered down already, but whatever, you know, that has nothing to do with me at the moment. Uh, but anyway, I was, uh, before I, I move on from this topic of the show, I just wanted to give a huge thanks to everybody that was involved. Uh, one, one big thank you to, uh, Jose Nunez. Uh, he took care of the backdrop for the people that were asking me who spray painted, um, too skinny. Uh, he actually, uh, he actually originally had done it on a piece of paper and that's what inspired the t-shirt that I wore that day, which you'll see it on my Instagram. Uh, it's just an airbrushed, uh, paid in full, um, t-shirt and uh is the one that rico was wearing or whatever and then after that he also offered to do this backdrop for me right it was initially gonna be for pictures only but like when he gave when he told me the size i was like dude i can actually use that like 
to be the backdrop and, and exactly what we did man I, I, I uh he designed it for me he brought it to my house he built it so it stood on its own and i want to thank you man i appreciate that so anybody who uh who wants to any artwork from him hit him up it's gonna be 630 nunez on instagram i'll go ahead and tag him on the talk of my shit podcast page uh other than that you know i want to thank everybody else that was involved juan will let me borrow the chairs you know tony who was security uh, you know, he, he did a great job, you know, and of course, Chins, who was basically running the whole damn thing, uh, from ticket sales to, uh, door and, uh, everybody that was involved, you know, and everybody who purchased the ticket, man, I really, really appreciate you guys, everybody who purchased this, uh, purchased the t-shirt, uh, it means the world to me, you know, to have, uh, this kind of support, you know, even, uh, you know, cause I mean, like I said, bro, there's nobody else doing this shit, bro, you know what I'm saying, so I appreciate you guys, and I pro, and I don't know when my next one will be right now, but I have got the full video back. So I don't know exactly how I'm going to release it yet. We're still talking about that, but I will be posting certain clips on a Talk of My Shit podcast page. So go ahead and follow that page. But anyway, um, yeah, let's move on a little bit, bro. Um, oh, wait, before we move on, my bad. I got to do a little bit of promo. Um, for anybody that didn't make it to the show and wants to make it to a show, uh, there's going to be a Know Your City event here, downtown Aurora on Stope Island. Um, it's going to be September 5th from 12 p.m. noon to 3 p.m. Uh, I'm going to be doing a quick 10-minute set. I believe it's free for the community. It's like a community event or whatnot. So you guys can catch me there. And if, and I'll also be making my debut this Tuesday, September 1st, at Zany's in Chicago, which I'm extremely excited about. It's probably one of the it was probably like the club in chicago like it's a very small club but like only like legends perform there like it's it's very hard to get into harder than i'd say the, the laugh factor or the comedy bar uh because the reason is they always have famous people there when when chris rock is in town filming movies he does he goes in there and does sets i mean uh, famous comics like ari shafir you know big jay okerson everybody has done sets there you know it's it's like the club or whatever and uh, you know, I got blessed with this opportunity to perform there on September 1st for It's a Good Neighbor Chicago show. So if you live in the city of Chicago, you get to go in for free. And if you don't, I'll hook you up with tickets, man. Let me know if you want to come out there. You know, like I said, it's only going to be a short set, but I'm blessed to be able to, shit, perform there, you know. Other than that, uh, fuck it, let's move on a little bit. My bad, I just didn't, I just... We've been recording for like 40 minutes and shit. I haven't said shit, boy. <laughs> but anyway... um Bro, so in eighth grade, uh, we went to, went to Coward for the people listening. Uh, we're from Aurora, obviously. Yeah, fuck Waldo, fuck Simmons. Y'all whack as hell. Y'all got some fuck, old ass schools. Y'all, that fuck shit AMSA. Like, <laughs> y'all bathrooms yellow as fuck. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, bro. Remember we used to play body shots in the bathroom, dog? Bro, tell me why. I, I, I'm lucky as fuck because I was in the new hallway the first two years. Oh, you were. And we were playing body shots in those new bathrooms. We left them bitches looking like old ones. <laughs> you guys don't take care of shit. Y'all fuck no, everything bro. up. Hey, no, bro. Real talk, though. As, they don't take care of shit, man. These fucking kids, well, we did it either. Right? Yeah. yeah, I was over there pissing on trash cans and shit. Oh, the trash Hey, tell me why the 5 knew that shit when they got you that one time. Oh, really? Remember? You told me. like, oh, yeah, they did. The five old literally told you, did you piss in the garbage oh, can? Oh yeah, yeah, Boy, that was, uh, that's crazy, man. That was oh man, I got arrested at Cowherd too. Oh no, I was at East was it when I got time? arrested. It was oh, at yeah, East, it was and they brought out the Cowherd shit. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, crazy, man. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck, fuck, uh, fuck the school. Who, who was the PVA that got you that day? Uh, where? At Cowherd, when they went to go pick you up. Oh, Mr. Padilla's bitch ass. Oh, oh, boy. Oh, you know, it wasn't him. It was he was in the ISI. It was the black dude that was kind of gay. He was like, he, oh, what was his name? Mr. Mr. Simmons? No, 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 it wasn't Mr. Simmons. No, no, no. He would talk like Cleveland from Family Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He walked like fruity as hell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would, I, it was funny because like uh, after I put my dick out or put my dick away, uh, like I remember the teacher going up to the try to clean it with Windex. She would just be like, 
<laughs> was it Miss Dooley? It, no, it was uh, who was the math teacher? Mrs. Larson. Mrs. Larson. Uh, Mrs. Larson. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, my but, God. Yeah, but she was a bitch. Uh, anyway. Right, what the fuck? It's, it's just bitch. piss, bitch. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, that dude, I remember he was walking me to the office after it happened, and he's like, so how did you do it? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, how did you pee in the trash can? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, so you pulled your dick out? I was like, no shit, what the fuck? You mean? No, I'm, motherfucker, I, I sat like, down. You want me to show you? Right, you want me to show you, fool? He's like, did, did you sit he down? Was, he, was I sus- down. <laughs> he was on some suspect shit, bro. But anyway, um, oh, yeah, shit. bro. Uh, like, it's, it, middle school was fun, right? But uh, you and me oh, became yeah. a little bit closer in eighth grade because in eighth grade, um, uh, we kind of we didn't have the same classes anymore at Cowherd, but we did have, uh, we dated two sisters. So, it, like, you know, usually when guys get girlfriends, they kind of separate themselves from friends or whatever. But it kind of brought us even closer because then we were double dating right. and, and doing all kinds of um, basically everything together. But um, and we'll talk about I mean, I, I, like I said, I told the story about when we got caught in their parent by, by their parents uh, spending the night. Oh, which yeah. we'll, we'll revisit there in a little bit. But I mean. Uh, basically, I just want to see. I just wanted to show how far back our friendship went, and even you were the first person to ever trust me with a car as well. You taught me how to drive. Yeah, you, yeah, you taught me how to drive. Um, I got a suspended license; it's been suspended for four years. So <laughs> Sorry, bro. I did you a did bad job. Do a good job. <laughs> <laughs> you were the worst driving teacher in the world. But no, just kidding. Hey, you, man, but you got from point A to point B, right? Yeah, yeah, barely. No, uh, barely. barely. <laughs> uh, no, there was a. You you taught me because uh, you taught me how to back in and out of my driveway and shit. And uh, and then eventually my mom I had summer school right and my mom worked in the in the day and she got she carpooled so she left the truck at home and dude I we were like I was like what fourteen years old just sneaking out with my mom's truck and I was just all over town bro like I, I used to go to summer school and then after summer school I'll tell uh, I'll tell like my girl or whatever like oh let's go to Golden Corral and my fattest would drive all the way to Golden <laughs> Corral no license bro no Man, license dude, bro you see what I mean like. You're young, you don't give a shit. But now that you think about it, like, what the fuck? Yeah, I remember you, you know, about 14 year old driving, you'd be like, exa- what the Exactly, hell? bro. You think about it, it's like crazy. I can't even think about my little brother who's 16, like, sneaking yeah, out with sneaking the car, you know? Car. Yeah, yeah I, I uh, even, um, what's it called? Um, you know how my mom found out that I was sneaking out with the car? Um, Jamie's mom fucking snitched on me, dude. I didn't even, I didn't even know Jamie at the time. I, did, the I didn't fuck? know Jamie at the time, but yeah, I knew my she mom. Knew, she was, knew you, though? The mom? Yeah, 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 because his, Jamie's mom, the reason me and Jamie are cool is because his mom and my mom are, like, best friends, right? So mm-hmm. uh, his mom saw the truck uh, a few times when I was out, like, on New York Street, <laughs> and she called my mom, like, I saw your son driving. And then she was like, my mom, the first time, you know, I was a good kid. I was like, yeah, no. she like, couldn't believe it. She didn't believe it. She's like, no, like you didn't. You, you, it, maybe a similar car. It wasn't him, <laughs> a right? similar person. And the maybe same was lady saw me again, bro. <laughs> bro. Th- saw me again. And this, I'm like, I almost said this, but uh, this lady, uh, this lady, Jamie's mom, uh, took a picture of me, bro. So my 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 dad saw the plates and saw is like, oh, that is fuck. you. I was like, fuck. That was a red truck. The red navigator, the red bro. Navigator? They yeah. had the wheels and everything. They had the chrome rims, twenty twos, bro. Yeah, that I was, was on bullshit, bro. <laughs> but anyway, you remember speaking about uh, driving and shit? Do you remember when you uh, you had bought your Eclipse? And you you did a hit and run in front of my crib. <laughs> Me a hit and run? What you mean, bro? I, I, my record's clean. Like, nah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know what, man? Let's talk about this. Yeah. I, I've only crashed once, man. I've only crashed once, and it was at, at this guy's crib, man. <laughs> so this is how it goes. I'm leaving and shit. You know, a typical summer day. I mean, this dude. I don't know what the fuck we were doing, but I was there. Yeah. I, I, I backed out. I don't know why, bro. I was backing out and like. 
I didn't even see that fucking car, bro. I swear to God, like, I don't, you guys been to a street? If you went to the show, you seen the street? Like, it's always empty. There's never fucking cars in the street during the week, especially like at noon. It was like a noon. It was like broad daylight. I backed into a car. Well, I backed and I felt like I wasn't really like hitting the pedal though. Like I just backed into it, like, like literally just like touched. You know when you let the car back itself? Yeah, yeah. I touched that bitch and I felt something. I was like, oh shit, that's not right. Pulled up, <laughs> fucking bumper was almost off and everything. It was fucked. I was like, this fucking car, man. First of all, Toyota, you make some plastic ass cars. That shit was plastic. Well, anyways, can't. Kenji's just out there standing. His his face is like, oh shit, right? He, this guy just hit somebody. My face is like, oh shit, I just hit somebody. I'm 17, I think, at the time. Yeah, We're yeah. like 17, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? I literally asked him, what do I do? <laughs> he's like, this dude, being Kenji's like, take off, bro. <laughs> I said, take off? Okay, I'm taking off, bro. <laughs> I took off, bro. I took off. I was on my way home. All I could think about was, you know what? I just hit a car. Then I got home. My grandma was there cooking for me. She's like, hey, how'd it go? how, how, how's it going? I'm like, oh, good. You know, I just came back. What's, just hit what, somebody what, what, What's for dinner? <laughs> and I'm over here just like, okay, you know what? That's it. I'm off the hook. I'm gone. <laughs> well, I get a phone call from this dude. No, I get a text message saying, dude, they got you. <laughs> I was like, how could it be? Let me find out my boy just fucking snitched my ass out. Right? And I was like, what What are you talking about? Dude, you fucking call me like, hey, bro, the cops right here with me. I'm like, what the fuck, nigga? You call the cops on me, bro? I'm like, nah, nah, bro. You said, you said, bitch ass white dude made a U turn and he went to Kim and snitched on your ass. I was like, bro. Dude, so when you were backing out, um, you, there was a car that saw you hit him. And he kept driving, and you left. But when he saw you leave, this fool turned around. But I went inside, so that fool just stood there. He waited for the person to come out the house in front of my house. And um, and then told him, like, oh, the dude, whoever just went in there, his friend just hit that car. And, uh, yeah. So then I uh, got a knock on my door from the from the police. And they're like, yeah. Uh, they're like, who hit the fucking car? I was like, I don't know. And he's like, well, and then he turned around. The guy that was snitching was right there talking to the cop, you know, fucking white dude, button up, hands on his hips like a bitch. Um, and he was oh, like, um, he was basically giving your full description and shit. He's like, you tell your buddy to come now or um, or like you're going to get like charged or, or I don't know what the fuck his threat was, right? Which now yeah. that I think about it, really, I could have yeah, just you knocked been you. Like, yeah, you could have been like, like you know what? Get the, what? Fuck, out get the fuck out of my face. Slam the yeah, door. You know what, but what I mean? I mean? You're a young kid. You're yeah, stupid. Know, you, know, yeah. you don't fucking know, right? So, and I still think about it to this day. Like, I could have got away with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm up I'm 6 9 your ass. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> just so you know. Uh, Kenji supports 6 9 and he 6 9 me. <laughs> nah. Not the real 6 9 the, six, the snitching 6 9 <laughs> Nah, fool. But, um, yeah. but anyway, that, that, um, that shit was funny as fuck, bro. Like, yeah, uh, and you ended up, did your license get suspended? No, bro, so this is what happened. Um, you, you gave the phone to the cop because you ratted me out. Kenji's <laughs> <laughs> like, here you go, officer. Get this motherfucker. And he lives <laughs> right here. <laughs> and the cop was like, all right, guy, listen up. If you come right now, bring your insurance. We'll drop it like like nothing happened. We won't charge you with hit and run. We'll just like give you a ticket for failure to stop mm-hmm. or whatever. And I was like, "Well, wait, yeah, what the fuck am I gonna do? You got my phone number in your fucking hand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 my, my boy already did me dirty. I go back. Oh, no, I just gave. I was just like, you know what? I guess I'll take the, I'll take the charge. You know what I'm <laughs> I went back, gave him my insurance. They put your house arrest. They, they put me in house arrest. Put me in juvenile. <laughs> 
with the, no, with the they, motherfuckers with the shags and shit, you know, with the what they do with to the you horses. No, nah, they, they just literally um they gave me the, the, the ticket or whatever, and hmm. um the next day I get a call from the insurance saying, hey, you know what, we got you covered. You're I wasn't in my dad's plan at the time. He's like, you guys got accident forgiveness. You're good to go. I was like, bet. Then my dad asked me, like, hey, you got an accident? I was like, yeah. I back somebody. <laughs> he was like, okay. Well, they're telling me that my rate ain't going on, so I don't care. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Perfect. I was like, cool. He's like, so fix that, your own car, that, though. Huh? And then you had to fix your own car? Bro, my car was spotless, bro. Really? Yeah, like nothing happened to it. It just got had like a little, like a little scrape, but, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, that could have been there already. Yeah, I could have been there. <laughs> I, I mean, it wasn't a new car, so yeah. I was like, you know what? It, it was there, or maybe it wasn't, but no, it, it didn't dent or nothing, bro. That's good. That's you good, know, man. so that's I pretty much you no, know, it's not on my record and shit. Yeah, I'm, I was so, young. but your license never got suspended. <clears throat> no, bro, they made me do uh, that. You know, when you come to Wabanzi and take a class mm-hmm. and shit, so mm-hmm. in the course supervision or whatever. Mm-hmm. I did that shit, and then after that, they were like, "All right, you're good to go and shit." Dude, uh, do you remember? I've only like I've I've crashed two different times. I've <laughs> one time I told the Grand Prix, you know, on Yola. That's I've told the story before, right? But the time before, I I, did, I used to do that Grand Prix so fucking. Dirty, R.I.P. Bro. the Grand Prix. Yeah. R.I.P. the Grand Prix. That's probably one of my favorite cars of all time. But anyway, that car. Um, do you remember we went to a party in Bolingbrook? Uh, it was, I think oh. it was you, me, and Porfirio. Which yeah, it was us three. Yeah, it was three. And we were like, you know, we were high school. We were probably, we were probably juniors, right? Cause, oh, no, we had to be seniors because I had the car. And I didn't get it to <clears> senior <throat> year. So we, we drove all the way to Bolingbrook, all the way down <clears throat> 75th. Uh, and it was at a house party. And we just kept smoking. And we were all doing some rock shots like not, like. Like we had a designated driver or some shit, bro. We thought we were Rack Ross at the time. We, we were like, yeah, we, 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 were- uh, yeah, we, we swore we were Maybach music. Yeah, what? we were Maybach music at the time. Kenji <laughs> throwing left and right, Ciroc Peach. <laughs> Ciroc Peach. Do remember one time when we had a New Year's Eve party? It was like eight of us, and we had one blue UV bottle. <laughs> We all took pictures of it. We thought yeah, we were cool. We thought we were cool. So. <laughs> no, but anyway, we went to this party, right? And then uh, we were like, all right, well, it's time to go home. Like, we had probably four blunts in, fucking six bottles, six shots of Ciroc. And uh, I think we were probably sipping on beer at the time. You know, at the time, we were young. We didn't like beer or whatever. But, uh, yeah, and uh, I mean, I was fucked up. <laughs> we were all fucked up. But we were we all fucked up. That, that, it was a basement party. You know, it, it was uh, it was kind of a wild party because, um, you know, we, it was uh, DOA hosted it at the time, and I mean I don't know, but um, it was like a, it was a, it was weird because like the way it was back then is we would go to parties, but like it was kind of like separated in a way. Like we would go parties that was Mexican people, mm-hmm. and uh, and black people would go to their own parties, mm-hmm. and then but this time like we we came together <laughs> and it was like everybody was fucking having a good time and yeah. shit. We, I don't think we all got fucked up like that in a while, like, yeah. together. Because yeah. we always be like, okay, one of us has to be decent. Yeah, we all got fucked yeah, up. Yeah, but... In I Bolingbroke, mean, far as in fuck. In Bolingbroke, far as fuck. Like, 25-minute <laughs> drive, 30-minute yeah. drive. That's a lot when you're a teenager. Yeah. And, and well, we, we ended up jumping in the whip. I was in the driver. Hold yeah. on. Nah, hold up, bro. No. I got to tell it the, the right way, Oh, bro. tell it the right Let way. Let me tell man, it the right way. This is your podcast. My bad. This, <laughs> yeah. It, it's, talk, it, it's Talking My Shit podcast With hosted Frank. by me. What's up? Because I love to talk shit. All right, look. We're going to the car. We're all fucked up. Kenji's throwing up and saying, please help carry me into the car and shit. Nah, nah. But he, he, we're all fucked up. But Kenji's more fucked up. Well, Porvo's pretty fucked up, too. Yeah. Because he was, like, yeah, he was dragging to the car. Yeah. And I told this dude, give me your keys, and then I'll drive. You know, I'm the I'm the, be- I'm the, I'm the best bet right now. And he's like, this dude calls and tells me, 
nah, bro, it's my car. I drove y'all here, and I'm going to drive y'all back. <laughs> I said, bro, you pretty fucked up, man. But just give me the keys, you know. Mm-hmm. We're good. Nah, bro, I got this. It's my car. <laughs> I drove you guys here. I'm gonna. He said it twice, and I was like, okay, cool, man. He, he made his mind up. He's, I told him, if, but if the moment you're swerving and you're fucked, we're going to pull over, and you're going to give me the keys. He said, all right, all right, you know, cool. Bro, we're, da- we're going down 75th. This guy is f- literally asleep on the wheel. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're over here swerving, driving our rocks and shit. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I'm like, bro, you fucked up, bro. Give me the fucking keys. Nah, bro, I'm, I'm up. I'm up. Look at me. I'm like, And I'm like, bro, you're pretty fucked up. He's like, nah, look at me. Look at me. I'm good. So go. we keep going. He keeps driving worse. The, mo- we, the more we go, the worse he's driving. And then I tell him, bro. Your fucking eyes are closed. I remember that. I tell him, bro, your eyes are closed. This guy goes up and says, nah, bro. I look like this all the time. I'm, I'm Chinese, bro. I look Chinese. I'm like, nah, bro, your eyes closed. And I remember you tried so hard to open your eyes and you couldn't at the time. You were so high and drunk and I was just like, bro, stupid, pull over. And you, you weren't going, though. You weren't going. And at that moment, bro, Porvis in the back laying across the seats because he's like almost passed out. Yeah. He wakes up like, I got to take a piss. And I'm like, all right, we'll pull over in a minute, whatever. And he's like, nah, I got to take a piss now. And we're like, bro, chill out. You know, <laughs> you, you, we're going to stop in a minute. There's a gas station down the street. Bro, I, I remember this. We see a shell right, in it the was corner. Right, right by the Taco Bell on 75th. Right, right by the Taco Bell. There's a BP across the street and then yeah. a shell. Yeah. The moment we close, Porv yells out, bro, I'm about to piss in this back seat. And Kenji's like, Freaks and out. I, if Kenji freaks out, he's over here freaking out. And I'm like, bro, look, just pull into the show right here. The moment I say that, this dude just fucking swerves the car. <laughs> just does a hard ride like he's going to make a U-turn. Fucking rams over the fucking sidewalk into the grass. Almost hit the sign, the shell sign. <laughs> we had landed like right on the front, like on the, the doorstep of the fucking gas station. Yeah. Like almost hit the fucking gas station. Dude. Bro. For the for a minute, we paused. Like we were like, "Holy fuck!" Because like we like we got shaken up. Because like, yeah, <laughs> dude, well, we just went, I ran over the medium fool. It's because like you know, in gas stations, if you're on a big street, you see the entrance. They're kind of like curves up, you know. Mm-hmm, they're curved. Yeah, in, they're yeah. curved. So. I saw the gas station, and Frank was like, turn here. As soon as he said, turn here, my body just like, oh, here now? And just, whoop, <laughs> turn that bitch right, boy. Next thing you know, we're in the, we're in the I, fucking we, we, Raging we, Bull. We, 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 we went airborne. We went airborne. Yeah, we were literally near. Boom. Yeah. We went airborne, and then we, dude, I remember, like, we landed, and I was like, <laughs> we like, all right, guys, you can take your seatbelts off now. <laughs> <laughs> we literally did it. We, we took our seatbelts off. We're like, okay, Hold up. Porfirio, go to the bathroom yeah, first. First things first, this dude literally walked out the car and went to the bathroom. Like, I was like, how does it look? He's like, it's cool. <laughs> nah, okay. yeah, yeah. He said, it's cool. And then so we, this, Kenji gets out. He's looking around. Oh, it looks straight, bro. It's all good. It looks straight. It's just, it's just a flat tire, right? I look out, bro. This fucking dude's fucking wheel is like bent in half. <laughs> fucking tires like destroyed. The My fu- hubcap was yeah. on 75th still. <laughs> His hubcap was on 75th. Yeah, and man. we're like, what the fuck are we doing now, man? So I guess we ended up pulling out the car. Like, Oh, yeah. First of all, it's fun. Shout out to the glass, the gas clerk. This dude came out and said, y'all good? He said, yeah. He went back in yeah. and didn't call the cops. Nothing. We, we fucked up the grass and everything. <laughs> fucked up everything. But no, that, that, that day we ended up... Uh, <laughs> I, we were, I was going to attempt to drive it home, but ended up not because this guy stopped us. He's like, dude, I, I was driving that bitch out the parking lot. The fucking rims were making sparks, bro. Like, shh. <laughs> and then I was like, nah, that's not that bad. I could, I could just. Because you said, we'll make it, man. My shit looked like a 4th of July show, boy. I was like, 
fuck. But anyway, this dude pulled up on us. He was like, yo, uh, don't worry about, like, I was, he's like, don't drive that home. You're going to fuck up your axles, control alarms. Just park here, get a tow truck. So we took his advice, you know, we're like, all right, fuck it. So we ended up leaving the car there overnight. Next day, um, we, we, and we, your brother picked us up from the gas station. I mean, that night we left the car there. Um, and then at your house, um, we basically were trying to plot how the fuck we we're going to get my car home. Right. My parents are blowing on my home, my phone. Cause I didn't come home. And, um, we ended up uh, telling your dad, you know, what happened. And he's like, well, I know a tow truck guy. So we ended up going to get the car the next day. The tow truck picks it up in a flatbed. And you you and me are basically riding next to the tow truck, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, riding next to the tow truck. And I don't know what the fuck the chances are in hell for this to happen. But my fucking parents are driving parallel to me. <laughs> and the, the, the tow truck is in front of them. So they're just like looking at the fucking tow truck. We ended up turn. They ended up making the wrong. T- they ended up turning to Yo or uh, to McCoy. We're on fifty nine, and we kept going to New York Street. We ended up going down New York, but the fucking tow truck went their way, right? Yeah. So the they car. obviously saw the car. Then they started blowing my phone up, right? I'm freaking the fuck out. I'm like, I'm so close to making this shit happen, and of course it goes to fucking shit. It's like, wow. Like, yeah, like course. what are your parents doing at seven in the morning on, on yeah. Sunday? You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> Mexicans. They're at Home Depot probably <laughs> fucking. Yeah, you know, motherfucking, my dad goes to Home Depot for nothing, bro. He just, like, my dad's home, like, my dad, like, loves Home Depot. Let me go look at some nails. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, the, anyway, so they're blowing me up. They ended up calling your dad because they were like, well, we can't get a hold of Frank. We know he was with him, so they called your dad. And your dad very vaguely just told him, oh, you know, he had a... Small incident, but we got it fixed. He didn't snitch on me. He didn't do me dirty like I did you. And, no. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he ended up, uh, we ended up getting the car to your house, right? And we uh, uh, we we had to go, we had to go buy a fucking spare tire because, sorry, I completely missed this part of the story, but we were trying to do, the, we were trying to put the spare tire on at the gas station, drunk as fuck, and we finally got the tire off. Frank did was doing most of the work and the, we the, we got the spare tire from the trunk and it wasn't the fucking right spare tire. It was, yeah, Kenji went to the Gaito and got a spare tire. <laughs> <laughs> he went and got a spare tire so he told the Paisa how much primo all that is, bro. <laughs> I just wanted no. that shit for a show, bro. It ended up not fitting my car. So anyway, the next day we got the car to your house we ended up going to the junkyard and I remember my mom still blowing me up but we ended up finally swapping the tire and I even took it to the to, to the hand car wash, not the hand car wash, but right there. That, you know that fucking place right there on, on, on Hill Ave, you know, the hand wash yourself, put in like a dollar twenty five or whatever, wa- washed it down, pulled up to my crib, and my mom's like, I walk into my house, my mom's like, what the fuck happened to the car? You fucked it up. You don't fucking learn. You're stupid. All this. I was like, what are you talking about? The car's outside, and it's fine. And she came outside, and she couldn't believe it. She's like, what the fuck? She's like, I thought we saw it on the tow truck and all this. I was like, nah. That wasn't mine. That wasn't, I, just, I just said that, but I think they knew, but since the car was fine and I was driving it still, they never kind of really brought it back up, man. But anyway, uh, well, that was the only time I've ever crashed, you know, and the only time I think I've ever driven drunk, which I do not advocate. I do not do. I mean, we're... Me and I take pride in how me and my friends take. Uh, I mean, like I said, we party hard. We do whatever the fuck we want. But one thing we don't do is drive drunk. So we do take pride in that now. And I suggest everybody, you know, what I'm saying, don't do the same. You know, don't, don't <coughs> drive drunk. Get get your Ubers. Don't lose your L's for trying to dodge twenty buck Ubers. Yeah, that was me for sure. That was <laughs> yeah, that's definitely why I lost my L's, dude. I, you know what? So now, you know, talking about this, uh, let me talk about this real quick. Um, I, I told you guys I had saved up some money to try to build this studio at home uh, in my garage, you know, and uh, right before I did that, uh, you know, I kind of put my priorities uh, together and I was like, you know what, instead of spending 
couple thousand on a studio. Let me just try to pay off my fees and, and, and get a lawyer and basically get my whole license stuff situated. Because, I mean, without a license at the end of the day, you're useless, right? And especially now I'm booking more shows in Chicago and stuff. So I need a, I need a, I need a place. You know, I need to be able to get there and back, you know. And unfortunately, Metro is reliable. But sometimes if you got shows down south or whatever, I mean, that could still be a fucking $40 Uber from the train <laughs> station. So, I mean, nothing, nothing like having your own car. So I ended up uh, putting the studio thing to the side, and uh, I went forward with my L. So now I'm as I'm just waiting for September 19th to um, basically I have my uh, my remedial class scheduled to, <laughs> to to like my alive before 25 bullshit ass class. But anyway, I just that's my final step, and then I have to just pay my reinstatement fee, which is going to be seventy dollars, and I'm going to have my license finally, bro. It's been so long, and I mean it's crazy because. Uh, you, 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 I think like doing the right thing will bring more blessings to you, you know. And right now, um, for you guys, I don't know if you, I mean, this is not on video yet, right? But we're recording in a different studio at the moment. This is a new home for Talking My Ship podcast. Uh, we're recording at Record Status, downtown Aurora. Uh, we're actually, you know, uh, here a little bit early, so they have not opened just yet, but we will soon. And you guys will be hearing more about, uh, record status the homie foreign uh i mean we got a lot of things planned we got a lot of things planned for the city and uh i mean it's going to be a home for creatives and and i think that we're going to change the city forever man and and i'm happy to be you know on the early stages of this team and i'm, and I'm happy to call it home you know so you you'll hear more about this a little <laughs> bit later on um but anyway you know it's like you do right and right will come you know and i feel like it's just blessings on blessings so uh eventually talking my shit will also be on youtube um and and we have more stuff on the way. We have a different show that we have in the works. And I can't say too much now, right, because uh, everything's still in the works. But we have a lot more projects and a lot more content. And I cannot wait to move forward with this uh, big project that we have going on. But uh, anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, people always ask me about scary stories and shit. And I never really talk about scary stories because I'm a bitch, bro. Like, I don't like watching scary movies. I Even at night when people share, like, scary fucking pictures on Facebook, I'll block a bitch. I don't give a fuck. Don't put the ring on my shit, dog. Like, don't put it, the clown. Don't, I don't put that don't, little Asian picture with the chicken body. You know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? The ugly-ass girl. With mm-hmm. the... That's not a racist, no. But, uh, <laughs> oh, boy. No, but anyway, uh, you, I mean, I never experienced any scary shit, you know, until I met you. I feel like you fucking haunted me forever, bro. Like, you bro, I'm still brought ha- this. I'm still to this day. See, you, it's exactly. We need to hear about that. So, you, your house is haunted, right? My mom's house. Okay, is your mom's house. Yeah, because you moved out. My bad. But your mom's house is haunted. My mom's house is haunted. That's confirmed. By the way, it's look, confirmed. I don't, I don't come on here and tell you guys bullshit. I don't come on here and lie to you. I would not come on here and tell you some shit that's not true. But the shit we've experienced, this is real life. And I wanted to wait for you to come on the podcast for me to tell these stories because they were at your parents' house where it happened. Only I don't think I've ever experienced it anywhere else. So we can talk about it now. Um. Uh, well, what, who there was people that died in your house, right? Um, somebody got shot in my house and got killed. Yes. Okay. Um, in the second floor. Um, it was confirmed by my neighbors. Like, oh, somebody died in your house. Someone got killed. And I think somebody got killed on the driveway too. I don't know, man. When we got there, it was like there was some you know game bangers and shit living there, you know. So like, or like a lady that rented to a bunch of people and shit, mm-hmm. you know, like bystanders and shit, like, yeah. and um. <laughs> Um, so that's all we know. I mean, when I got there, like, it, it was a little sketchy, you know? Yeah. But I think I, I was just like, you know what? It's sketchy anywhere you go where you don't know, you know? So yeah. I was like, maybe it's going to get better, you know? Yeah. But no, man, I mean, it got worse, that, it got worse <laughs> you know? Um, but you know, any, well, let's, it, let's start with some of the stories, though, because, like, some of the shit that we actually saw. Um, number one, I feel like we'll, we'll talk about, um, your sister experienced the most of this shit, right? 
Uh, yeah. There, there was a, I remember there was a story one time that she said that she was laying in bed uh, and she like shut her eyes and opened them and there was a guy standing uh, at the corner of the room and then I think uh, closed her eyes and opened them again and then she was, he was sitting on her bed and she even felt the bed move as it happened. So, so this guy, man, I, I, if it's even a guy, I don't know. Because um, he, he, he wears it could be a, a they them. He, he, he wears a cape, you know. He wears a cape and shit. He looks like you know, like those devil worshiping motherfuckers. Yeah, that's what it looks like. And he he would haunt my sister, just like you know, haunt her. Like he would just fucking fuck with her every night. You know, mm. I don't know. He he got enjoyment out of it. And mm. one day he took the cape off, and it was an ugly ass dude with pointy ears. That's what she told me. Yeah. Right, Yoda. Yeah, he always has a Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> the devil Yoda over here, and um, this motherfucker, like, you know what? There's a, there's my sister. I'm, I know there's a little girl, mm-hmm. which you, you yeah, know, there's a little know, girl. I know about that bitch. And there's a teenage guy she about gave me neck. <laughs> <laughs> about 16 years old, and they're scared of that guy, mm-hmm. according to my sister, because she's seen them. Well, I've seen the girl, but I've never seen the guy. Yeah. They're scared of that guy. Every time that he's coming, they pop, they pop up and say, hey, he's coming, and they're scared. What? The guy's always wet. He's always wet and cold. Um, and when that guy comes, that's when my sister says she feels, like, the worst. Yeah. You know, it's, like, supposedly, like, he, like, he's he can move shit. Like, he can, like, hit your bed and, like, you know, and, yeah. and moves Fuck. and shit, you know? So he can, like... He can actually do things, you know? Yeah, like he got force. He got force and shit, you know? And that guy, you know... I've seen them like in my dreams. I've dreamt like I've dreamt about my mom's house and like you know, on some. I, I know it sounds corny, but you know, in Insidious, when you're walking and like it's your home, but it looks different. Yeah, that's what I've dreamt before, and I've seen them. But like other than that, I've never seen them in person, like in person, mm-hmm. like in real life that I can recall. Yeah. But um, I have seen the little girl. I've heard the little girl, and the little girl's there. But like, the thing is, my even my girl has seen the guy with the cape. Really. Yeah, one time I was like, away in training for the military, and my mom, my, my son was small, mm-hmm. so my, my, my girl went over so my mom could see the, my kid. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if you remember my living room, there's like two squares that you can see into the staircase yeah. Uh, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, my girl was sitting on the couch, my mom was across from her, my mom was on the side, my, my girl was looking towards like the openings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she said she saw like someone, like a tall person walking around with a hoodie, with a hood. And um, they were just talking, and it, and my girl just said, "Oh, hey, um, is Edwin here too? You know, because my my brother Edwin would always walk around yeah. with a hood on yeah. shit, like, yeah. and he's tall and skinny and shit, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, she, my mom was like, no, it's just us, you know, they're not here t- right now.'" <laughs> And my girl, like, literally at that moment, she's like, she she fucking dips that, bro. She's yeah. like, I'm out this bitch, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's <laughs> some shit. It's some shit in yeah. this house. It's some ghosts in this house. It's some ghosts in this house. We gone. <laughs> no, you know what? And look, this is uh, my experiences. This is real life stories that I, I experienced, you know. And I just want to make it clear that either of these times I was, I was not high. I was not, you know. Smoking at the time, I was not high, you know, because I mean, you know, smoking back in high school, it used to be like a Friday night. That's thing, just a luxury, bro. Yeah. That was a luxury. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know? so it's just like now you can smoke every day, you know, especially with carts being around or whatever, you know. But anyway, I was not high. I was sober, you know. I was not drunk. Um, and one of the times, the the first time, the first time it happened it was the scariest because I, like I said, you and me, we go to each other's house. It's we treat it like our own. So I was in your kitchen making quesadillas. I think everybody was like in the room playing Call of Duty, you know, like. Regular, you know, Friday night shit, right? And I'm making quesadillas. And I've had heard stories from Frank, you know, about 
it being haunted and whatnot. But I mean, I guess you don't really believe until you see shit like that, right? So I'm, I'm making quesadillas, right, on my fat shit, and uh, <laughs> and through the corner of my eye, I see a little girl standing, looking at me, like not in the like it didn't scare me because it wasn't scary. It was like it just seemed like a little girl, you know. And I was like, what the fuck? And, but, like, I, then I believe that's when you came out, mm-hmm. and I was pale. Like, uh, it was... Yeah, like, you froze, right? Because yeah. you were you froze. You stopped making quesadillas. You were just there. <laughs> and I walked in, and you you're just, like, like fucking startled. And I'm yeah. like, dude, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. And you're like, bro, I just saw a little girl. I swear to God, I saw a little girl. And like, you, like, yeah. like you, your anxiety kicked in. Yeah. You know, your anxiety kicked in. You were, like, you were stuttering. You were, like, you couldn't believe it. And I was just kind of like, bro, relax, man. Yeah, like, he's like, yeah, it happens. Yeah, it happens like, what the fuck? I'm like, what the uh, fuck yeah, you like, mean? Like, it happens, bro. Like, so that was, a, yeah, it was crazy. It was a crazy experience for me, right? And that was the first one. And the last and final time, it was probably the, it was actually a Halloween night. Um, the, I remember because the kids were out trick-or-treating, right? So it was only supposed to be you, I mean, your sister and me at the house. Uh, we were watching TV, hanging out, and then um, uh, we hear your little brother, Edwin, you mentioned, eating cereal in the kitchen. And you know when you're eating cereal and, like, uh, you're slapping the spoon too hard on the plate, on a glass plate, it just makes a big ding. So it was it got annoying, right? And I, I was going to I didn't want to say that because it's not my house, right? But your sister got mad, and she's like, hey, Edwin, shut the fuck up, you know, stop. But she was laying down to where she was watching the TV, so it was behind her, so she couldn't see behind her, right? And I wasn't looking. I was watching the TV as well. And I think she heard it again, and she got pissed, so she got up and walked over, and there was nobody there. And there was nobody home (laughs) at all, you know? So we were, like, kind of freaked out, you know? But it was, again, for me, I was shook. Like, I was, what the fuck? But for her... It was like, oh, you know, it happens. I'm like, bro, how do you get used to some shit like that? <laughs> you know what, bro? My girl's still not comfortable to this day. The last time, okay, the last time we spent the night at my parents, it was like on my, well, I want to say it was like my one of my birthdays or something. Like yeah. we had a set, like they, they threw me something. We all got fucked up and yeah. we stayed, you know, and we slept upstairs in my, my little brother's room and my, there was a balloon, you know, just there. Me and my girl were sleeping on this twin-size bed. My girl was pregnant with my daughter at the mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. She was like, well, I want to say, like, well, how many months, man? I don't know. But she was recently pregnant. Mm-hmm. She wasn't that, like, you know. Yeah. And, um, like, we're sleeping, right? And my girl says she woke up in the middle of the night because she felt something touching her belly every time. And so she started waking up. And she said that she would see the balloon moving around. Just moving around and shit. And my girl was like, my girl already knew my, my mom's house was sketchy, so yeah. she was like, fuck this. I'm closing my eyes. I'm going to try to sleep again. Yeah. Bro, tell me why she said she she kept telling people, like, someone touching her belly. And when she, like, opened her eyes, like, the balloon was like, you know when someone's holding a balloon walking yeah. around with it? Yeah. It wasn't even, like, hitting the ceiling anymore. It was, like, low. Oh, and it's just moving around, and it was in her face. Kind of like, not in her face, but, like, in front of her, like, somebody, like a, like a little... I, I think it was the little girl. Yeah. Like, because the little girl, like, knew she was probably pregnant. She was like, oh, you know, it's a baby, you know? Yeah. And she was holding the balloon and just standing there. And, like, the balloon was just there the oh. whole night. Mi- my girl was, like, that whole night, like, I was just getting, like, not bothered, but, like, somebody was interested in the baby. And I yeah. was like, damn, man. I mean, my girl, to this day, she'll be like, you know what? We ain't never staying at your mom's again, you know? And that's <laughs> yeah, shit. That shit. We ain't never staying. And I was like, come on, no. It's not that yeah. bad. No, um, I'm just kidding. But, yeah, like, you know how... That's pretty uh, much the last thing that's ever really happened to us. And I remember there was one specific experience that you had. This will be the last thing we talk about on this subject, right? Because I'm getting scared. But uh, there was one thing that happened to you that you felt physical pain when you moved down to your basement. Tell me a little bit about that story. So 
when I when I was younger, my grandparents moved into my house and they took my room, so they made me share with my brother for a little bit. But eventually, I got tired of it, so I went down to the basement. We had this old like old room, you know, those old rooms in your basement. I know a, a lot of you have some where you just put shit away and yeah. don't give a fuck. The garage, <laughs> the garage. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, pretty much the garage, but basement style. <laughs> so what I did was I took all that shit out, threw my fucking bed in there, and I said, "This is my room now." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, bro. Right off the bat, it shows sketchy, you know, sketchy. Well, I was like, whatever, though. I, I, I got my own space, you know. I ain't got to worry about my brother and shit, you know what I'm saying? I can saying? jack off in peace. I, I can, yeah, <laughs> I can do my thing. He can do his thing yeah. without, you know. Anyways, fucking, eventually I started getting fucking experiences again. That's what I like to call them. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> like, it started with knocking on my door and shit. Mm-hmm. People knocking on my door, and I'm like, I know that's not none of my fucking family because ain't no one knock around here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> just come in. Here. Yeah. yeah. I know it's not my fam, so I'm like, it's something else, and I'm not opening because they're not, you know, not welcome. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, but eventually they started like, you know, I'll be on my phone at night, and like, you know, when the lights hitting your face, like you can, I would see, be able to see like a face above like my phone light. But like Fuck. I was just like, man, it's dark. You hear, you see, you, you start making up excuses, bro. Yeah. You know, it can't be real. Yeah. And then like eventually, like it came to like, okay, they're pulling, they're they're kind of pulling my covers or they're, they're fucking with me. And Jesus. so one time it was just like too bad. They kept pulling my fucking cover. They were just fucking with me so bad. So I turned around, covered myself. I said, I'm gonna knock out. Fuck you, you know. And I just feel like my back like on fire, bro. I'm not kidding. Like I fell on fire, like. Like, I jumped out of my bed, and I was soaked in sweat. Like, my back was sweaty. It was wet. Like, I was like, fuck this. I ran upstairs. I'm like, I'm not sleeping here no more. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the moment I run up, everyone's everyone's sleeping. It's quiet. And I, I hear the fucking little girl walking up from the fucking hallway where the bathroom is to the staircase. Because I was on my way up to my parents' room mm. like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing you do is jump off mommy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But, like, yeah, man, after that, I was like, fuck. And I guess why I ended up going back to the basement later. Yeah, <laughs> but, but it was just crazy, bro. It's yeah, crazy, you know? Yeah, I don't know why it happens, but, you know, it's just something you'll never know, right? Yeah. It's something you'll never know, man. Do you feel like, uh, do you feel like it, do you believe it, though? Do you believe it's a spirit, or do you believe that it could have just been? Like, mental, you, he- mental health or something? Like, not necessarily mm, mental no. health, but just maybe, like, uh, you you were sweating because the room was hot, or maybe you didn't hear a girl. Maybe it's just in your no, head. Bro, it, the Do you ba- feel like you really heard those things? You no, yeah, it's true. It's yeah. true as can be, bro. I, yeah, I felt I, it. I experienced it. The, yeah. the basement's always cold. Yeah, you know, this is it's kind of like I feel like, you know, I I I, I think it's real, but yeah. I don't know why it happens. So at the end of the day, it's like I'll never know. Yeah, it's you just uh, yeah. For me too, it's like I try so hard to not think of it because, like I said, I'm, I don't like paranormal shit and I don't like to talk about it. Yeah. Like so that you just brought up that memory for me, so I probably won't be able to sleep for like two weeks. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it, it, I try to shove it so far down. It's like I don't want to believe it. You know, I, I feel like the it happens to a lot of people, and it has to be real. I mean, it has to be. Yeah, I mean, like there you know, people believe in God, people believe in good. There mm-hmm. has to be bad. There has to be evil. Right. Definitely. Like a lot of people get haunted all the time, and yeah. you know, you don't hear these stories. People just just don't come up off the dome with all the shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like you with your comedy, you've experienced things and you yeah. turn it into comedy. People yeah. do the same thing with horror. They yeah. experience things and 
it turned tell it into a tell story, it, you yeah. know? So yeah, I mean, man. But let's move on a little bit. For sure. Let's move on into a different scary subject. Let's move, let's move on. Let's move uh, on. Pregnancy scares. <laughs> <laughs> pregnancy scares. So you and me, like I said, we dated these two sisters. Um, we're only going to tell these stories because they're funny now. You know what I'm saying? Because we're trying to bash on anybody or anything like that. Uh, you and me, we were in eighth grade at the time, and we were dating these two sisters, and we used to just always go to each other's house, and you know, we're little fucking horny teens just doing dumb shit, right? Right. So one time they were going to come over to your house, and we were going to do like a. Uh, quad, quad double date or whatever and we didn't have no condoms right we thought we was gonna fuck or whatever well we definitely did but that's the <laughs> bad part but so we went to your neighbor's house he ended up letting us borrow I remember Trojan Icy Hot I remember those yeah. the, the Trojan Icy Hot condoms and we went into your room. They got there, right? And went into your room. But obviously, we didn't want to both lay on your bed. Like, it was not going to be a foursome. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, we're like, well, we got to split up, right? So, you took one side of, like, the floor. And I took the other side of the floor. And like, we just kind of did our thing or whatever. And then I remember uh, we were just kind of laying there on the floor, right? Nasty, disgusting. But anyway, uh, you you started freaking out. And I just heard you from the other side of the bed. I'm like... What happened? Like, what's going on? And then you and like you and her are arguing, right? And I was like, damn, what happened? Like, you know what I'm saying? So then we start like we start getting up, like, what's up? And then you're just like, the condom broke, and we're like, what? <laughs> He's like, the fucking condom broke, and I didn't notice until after, right? Right. And so we like fucking freak out, like, because we're like, oh yeah, shit, man, it's this like worst a, case scenario. Yeah. You know? and now we got to figure out how we're gonna get this thing out of there. You know what I'm saying? Now, yeah, 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 but like, yeah <laughs> like somebody passed me the hook. No, no, like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> no but uh, yeah, it was. Find parents down the street. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it was crazy. Cause nah, I'm just kidding. We no. were because we were young, and I mean, we're just sitting on the we're eighth graders, bro. No, we're yeah. all sitting on the bed, like, what the no, fuck I was are we gonna year, do? Bro. I was, was freshman year. Yeah, it was freshman year because we were already at East Aurora. Okay, then um, we were probably was freshman fre- year, then maybe winter break then, right? It was, I think, I know it was winter, though. It was yeah, winter, because that's the same time that we got caught. So yeah. that, was one, that was one of our crazy experiences, because it was just, like, to experience with and your then, best friend. And, man, sh- shout out to my boy, Kenji. I know he snitched on me for the for the crash, you know. <laughs> I know he did me dirty. He said, fuck this dude, you know, he going to jail. Nah, but, like... My boy spotted me 50 bucks to get a Plan B pill that time, and <laughs> he don't remember it, but I do. I remember I, I was a broke little son of a bitch and shit, and oh, I was God, like... I, was, I probably stole that 50 bucks <laughs> from somebody else. But anyway, um, you... Damn, now I feel like a killer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, no, uh, what's it called? Uh, the, 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 I guess the final story or the big story, right, um, is that, that I've told on this podcast before is that we, uh, we uh, people always have stories of like, oh, getting caught at their girl's house, you know, sneaking mm-hmm. into their girls. Everybody has sneaking a story. out, right? And I, I feel like it's, it, I got the pleasure to share my story with, with you because we got oh caught God. together, right? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like some shit out of a movie, you know, like best yeah, friends got caught. Bro. So we uh, we ended up this specific night. It was winter, right? Uh, we ended up. I, I told my mom I was gonna sleep over your house, right? So we stayed. I stayed at your crib, um, and uh, it was freshman year, so I don't have a car at the time. We none of us had a car at the no, time. No, we, we was walking. Uh, right. <laughs> so around one, the girls, um, uh, they basically one of them slept upstairs, the other one slept in the basement. But they ended up both like they had an extra room in the basement, so we were all gonna kick in the basement, right? So uh, we're like cool. So then they're like come over like around like one a.m. right. So you and me, uh, you live like let's not give it, not to give out your exact location, but you live right around Smoke Rings, right? Or your parents live right around Smoke Rings, right? right? And uh, these girls live right around Oak Park Elementary. So it's not a far walk, but at one a.m., being 15, 14 years old, <laughs> come on, you know, you with can, fucking snow and ice on the ground. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, we were, it was dark as fuck, and we made the <laughs> walk. We ended up coming in, and then we split up. You know, you went with your girl, I went with my girl. We ended up spending the whole night. Uh, 
doing what we do, you know what I'm saying? And uh, then come, we, we said at 6 a.m. we're going to bounce, right? Or, or around 4 or 5, right? And anyway, The thing is, we've done this before. Yeah. And we, it, it, we'd always have, like, boom, right on the money. Yeah. We get out. We, we, you know, we, we, were, we, we thought we, we were, were slick. We were like, motherfucking Mission yeah, Impossible. Yeah, Mission Impossible. Bro. We had a plan. <laughs> we laid out the plan right before we, you yeah. know, we did everything. But this time, what happened, bro? Keep you, going well, with it. you fucked up is what happened. No, uh, hold up. So we ended up, right, so it starts <laughs> to get, like, closer to, like, sunrise. So I start texting him. I don't hear any noise from the room. I start calling his girl. And my, my, sister, my, my girl's calling, uh like her sister or whatever and she's like and you guys are not picking up I was like fuck this dude's knocked out and like I said you and me have done we slept over each other's house I know that you're a heavy fucking sleeper it takes a lot to wake you up I was a heavy sleeper oh you were maybe <laughs> now when you have kids <laughs> no, no, I think no. it changes you right but but anyway uh, you, you were a heavy sleeper right so I was like how the fuck am I gonna wake this dude up so I start I start like trying to pick the lock I start trying to lightly knock on the door and then eventually what I ended up doing uh, I put my clothes back on like my hoodie and I remember my girl kept my shirt she's like oh, let me keep your shirt right I was like bitch what do you want a 5X for I was like yeah but anyway, so I ended. She ended up keeping my shirt, so I only had my hoodie on. It's like a first image cheap ass hoodie, so you can feel all the cold, bro. So I step all outside right. and I try to knock on her window from the outside. While well, I'm knocking on the window, the lights turn on on the main floor, and I'm like, oh, "Fuck! I hope that's him waking up." And uh, <laughs> I get some coffee before I head out. Right? <laughs> I, I come around. I like this thing is making toast before we dip. So I come around the corner and I, I open and I try to reach to open the door. And it opens, and it's their stepdad. And, like, oh. I was like, dude, I, I felt worse than when I saw the little girl in your kitchen, bro. It's <laughs> like my fucking spirit left my body, bro. I was like, fuck. He's like, what are you doing? What are you, you know, what are you doing here? And I'm like, oh, um, and, like, you know, I'm a, like I said, I do this talking shit thing. So I flipped it right away. I was like, me and Jackie got into an argument, so I wanted to come. Oh, shit, I just had her name. <laughs> We're going to bleep that out. Yeah, you're going to talk. I fucking, I know what I'm talking about that, right? Uh, anyway. <laughs> I was like, me and this girl, um. You know, had got into an argument, so I came to apologize in person. And he was like, "Does your mom know you're here?" I was like, "Nah, you know, it's just I woke up early. It was like six a.m. Right? Yeah. I was like, I woke up early and came to see her. Right? But they were like, okay, so they invited me to their kitchen, and they go try to call her in her room. She's not in her room because she's in the basement. So she's like, well, where is she? Right? And they start asking me questions. I'm like, fuck. Uh, let me let me uh, uh, let me get out of here. I want to leave. You know, I want to leave. So I start walking out of there. Right? And as I start walking out, um, I feel like you still were asleep, bro. Still, still were asleep, bro. And I ended up walking. Like I said, they used to live close to Oak Park, so I ended up walking across the street, basically. And Oak Park, the elementary school has like uh, those crosswalk booths, like the guy that crosses you the street or whatever. Yeah. They have like little booths, and it happened to be unlocked. Luckily, because I would have frozen that, <laughs> so I didn't want to walk back home because I was like, I gotta wait for the homie or whatever, right? We ride or die. So I get into the little booth, and I'm just there waiting, trying to call you and call you, and you're not picking up, not picking up. And finally, bro. From what I, from my, I'll tell my side and you tell me your side of what happened because I just, I just saw you run out the house like pulling your pants up, putting your shoes on, and you're like, let's ride, and we just <laughs> ran, exactly and said. we just, we, we ran <laughs> all ride. the way home. We ran all the oh, way to, nigga, we ran all the way to Farnsworth. We stopped at the Zidco, bought like four Arizona green teas, and, and then we ran home after that. We took a break and then ran again. <laughs> oh, but uh, right, what right, happened? Right. How, how did you wake so up? What woke you up, bro? Um, fucking pounding on the door. That's what woke me up. Damn. And they were pounding on the door. Um, she she was like, "Hey, get up, get up, my mom, my mom." And I'm like, "Oh shit!" I'm like over here, like, "Oh fuck!" I'm, 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 you know, when you really woke up, you don't know what the fuck's going on. You yeah. know what I'm saying? 
And I'm over, I'm over here, like, you know, fuck, let scattering. me... Yeah, scattering and shit. She, like, she right away, like, first thing she did was shove me in the fucking closet. Like, that's gonna work. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's <laughs> the first place... To, tall, yeah, that's the first place to check. Yeah. <laughs> so, she she opens the door. She, her mom barges in, goes straight to the closet, uh, takes my ass out. <laughs> she's like, your, your big ass in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> she, she tells me, then right away, bro, like, she, like, fucking, like, slaps the shit out of her daughter, bro. Like, boom! I just, you just hear, like, a big slap. And then, <laughs> and then she's like, "Get the hell out of my house!" I'm like, "Okay, got <laughs> my shit, got out." At this point, I was already like, you know, pretty much like dressed because like I, I did that shit before I jumped in the closet, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And um, as I'm walking out, her stepdad is right there by the steps, it's just chilling there with like with his arms crossed, and I'm like, "Oh shit, is he gonna swing at me?" Because we about to get it right now. Because <laughs> I'm gonna We about to get it, yo, four feet tall looking ass nigga. Bro. We about to get it, bro. Let's go. I'm heated now. You you woke me up. <laughs> so like no, nah, he literally like just stepped to the side and let me yeah. through. Like he stepped to the yeah. side and let me through like to the stairs because yeah. he was in the middle. Yeah. He probably thought about it, like damn, like you know this dude got about he got the he got the upper hand. <laughs> I might get my ass whooped. <laughs> Last thing I need is dude invading my house and whoop my ass. <laughs> Everybody. Oh yeah, dude came and uh, did that shit and then whooped my ass. <laughs> knocked out my daughter and, and then went about, about four Arizonas and went home. Dude, <laughs> dude, dude oh. what's so crazy is that that like two weeks later after that, um, they the, her parents went to our house to basically explain to my parents what had happened because obviously they didn't tell my parents, right? Yeah. And she went to your house first and then she went to my house. Luckily, my, our par- I feel like our parents were cool and my mom was like, you know what? Your daughter opened the door, you know, like, ain't, ain't, no. nobody, ain't nobody, ain't no, you didn't break himself <laughs> in. So she's, I don't know what the fuck you're doing in my house. Basically, kick, kick, kick the lady out the house. And, uh, yeah, I think your mom basically was like, well, I mean, you know, it was not like, you yeah. know, was, they were both in it. What are you, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just kind of like, they yeah. were just like, you know what, 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 we don't know what to do about this yeah. situation. You know, it's like, you know, they, they did it and, they, you know, it, it's done, what's done is done. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's done, yeah. And, but, um... Pretty much, I think her mom, I don't know, I can't remember really, like, at this point, like, I don't know if, like, she told my mom, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, they shouldn't be together no more and shit, you know? Yeah. And I think that's what happened. But what, what did they tell your mom, do you know? I don't remember, just, like, basically know. trying to ground me, but yeah, anyway, like, kinda like it was just... yeah, some bullshit, but anyway, let's move, <laughs> we're about to wrap up here in yeah, a little bit, sure, I man. just want one last thing I want to talk to you about, um, uh... So you joined the army, you know, you joined just like Porfirio, we talked about it, your sister, yeah. we just talked about joined first. Um, so now, it's funny because at the show, you know, I had a CDL joke or whatever, yeah. and you were in the front row, and I, I, I had you in mind when I wrote it just because, I mean, it was like inspiration or whatnot, but it was just like, uh, it was funny because it was just, you're sitting in the front row, I'm telling the CDL joke, but anyway. Um, they got me, poor from my brother, all yeah, CDL. All, all, CDL, all CDL drivers <laughs> were in the front, three CDL drivers were in the front row. He planned this. But, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put them in the front. Yeah, yeah. but 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 anyway, uh, you, uh, well, you, initially when you went to the army, you said you were going to do it because it was going to pay for your school. And then fast forward, I mean, technically they didn't even use it. Mm. Do you regret joining or do you feel like it was... So I, I feel like um, I was misinformed a lot. You know, I was a little misinformed. Uh, do you what, feel like they do that on purpose? Recruiting? Yeah, but I was going to say, like, you know what? You got to be... For anyone out there listening and stuff, you got to be careful with those recruiters. You know, they'll throw a lot of shit at you and tell sell you... Sell you a dream. They'll, they'll sell you a dream just like, you know, just like a car salesman. You know, and... <laughs> <laughs> No, none of you out there, all right? Y'all better not be finessing my voice. But, like, um, 
He'll sell you a dream, and then once you go, they'll be like, oh, no, that's not what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I feel like that's what it was. I feel like, you know, they promise you all this stuff, and this it's going to be this way, and then you get to it, and it's not. And, I mean, like, do I regret it? I mean, I guess not. You know, I it is what it, it, is, what it is. But I feel like um, I would have gone a different way with it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, I feel like I was a reserve, and I feel like being a reserve is a lot harder than being active. Because when you're reserved, you got to be, like, doing your thing out here, like, having a job, doing everything. And on top of that, report to them and still be up to standards with your, you know, physical exams and be up to standards with everything. And, you know, they expect you to, when they need you, like, here and be like, oh, well, you're going to tell your job. You ain't going and you're going to, you know, mm-hmm. do this shit. Yeah. So I feel like when you're active, like, you know, you go and that's what the only thing you're on. Your that's full-time You're full-time there. You don't and have to live double life. Exactly. You don't have to live a double life. So I feel like I would have rather gone that route. And on top of that, when you're active, you only have to do, like, three years. And yeah. you're out. Over here, you got to do six, man. Yeah. You got to do six and then bounce. You know, that's a lot of fucking years. Yeah. Six you're years. You're finally done, though, right? You're yeah, well, we're all done. I mean, yeah, I mean, everything's done and shit. I, I, I wouldn't do it again. Yeah. Like, as far as, like, do the reserves thing. Yeah. I would encourage, like... Nobody to do the reserves. I feel like it's kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid as fuck. I, yeah. I, I think it's stupid. It's fucking pointless. It's lame. Yeah. I mean, like, sometimes you will get assigned. Like, you know, like, Porphy went overseas and yeah. did some things, you know. Yeah. But that, that varies by unit, you know. Yeah. Some units are not, no, they're not going to do shit the whole time you're in. You know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like, they're, I'm not bashing all the units. It, it does depend on units. But for the most part, man, I mean... Do your research before you do any of that stuff. But yeah. other than that, bro, everything's good, man. I mean, everything's good, you know, in life. Yeah. But uh, do you, now you're growing up, man. You have two kids. You know, I remember growing up, I mean, in high school, except we were doing all the stupid shit. We are like, I'm never going to have kids. Or I'm going to have kids so I'm 30, you know? My girl still tells me, I thought you were going to have kids till you were 30. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, now you're, you're 25 now or 24? I'm 24. 24. You uh, got a healthy boy. Uh, I got AJ, a four-year-old boy. Four. And your and daughter, one year old daughter, one year old daughter, man. So congrats on, your, on your babies. No, man, thanks, healthy. man. I mean, uh, do you? It. Yeah, man. You're one of those people that because a lot of people when they have kids, I think they, they can use it. You you make a, you have a decision. Sometimes a lot of people don't have a decision. Sometimes you know life is fucked up and and you get carried a certain <coughs> way. But I feel like um, so a lot of people have a decision to make. Like okay, well, I'm my girl's pregnant. I have to get on my shit and. And I'm going to get my life together, you know, to push this shit forward and make sure my kid has a healthy lifestyle or at least que no le falte nada, right? You know, not that you want to cash out on the motherfucker, but just so you're not, like, asking money for, for money to feed him, you know? Right. Anyway, so, so yeah. you, you're one of those people that, like, I felt like having a kid helped you grow up and helped you get to where you're at now, you know? Now you're a responsible person, you know, you're in the process of buying a house, you know? Um, I I mean, you got a wife, she has her own business, uh and I mean, you. I mean, I feel like it, it to you. It helped you. Do you feel like the army um, kind of helped you build character to step up? No, yeah, definitely. You know, it helps you build character in a way. You know, like I feel like at the same time, though, it's it, it's on it's on everyone's person. Like you know, yeah. it, it depends on you. Mm-hmm. Depends on what you're willing to sacrifice. Like I know the kids. It is a big sacrifice, man. You you literally got to flip your lifestyle like upside down or like. You got to make a quick change in a short amount of time. Like, I was still young. I was 19 when I found out I was going to be a a dad, and I was still hanging out with you and hanging out with everyone. I was still doing my thing, you know. At the same time, though, I was, like, I I also had my girl, and Mm -hmm. I was spending less time with you guys. But Mm -hmm. the moment, like, I found out, I felt like I had to change tables and, like, distance myself in a way in order to save that relationship. And a lot of guys don't do that, bro. A lot of guys keep doing the same old bullshit they've been doing. Yeah. But you can't do that, you know? Yeah, that's why I, I always have respect for people. Like I said, like you, we, 
you were my, like I said, you were my first best friend, and you've been one of the closest best friends. Like I said, now we're not as close. This is the first long conversation we've had in years again. And, uh, I mean, but like I said, you've always been there to support me. And I feel like when you do things the right way, you know, I feel like both parties have to understand you know, obviously you're going to have a kid, you're working, you have a girl, you know, same thing with, uh, I mean, Chins now, you know, he, he's, he's in a relationship now, and I mean, we can't always be together at all times, there's a time where party has to stop, you know, as we get older, I mean, you can do it, you know, you can party, you can do whatever you want, but when other things come in hand, I mean, you have to prioritize yourself, you don't want to ruin a relationship, I feel like I've done it, I feel like I've gone on a road, you know, where I'm like, fuck that, you know, I'd rather do this, and then later you find yourself alone or lonely or whatever, you know, and I feel like you have to make that change, and I feel like you did a very well job, you know, Chin's very responsible as well, doing the same thing, and I feel like we can all go down the same route eventually, right, it's part of growing mm -hmm. up or whatever, but I just want to congratulate you on that, man, it's been great to see you grow as a person and as, Thanks, a, as a father, I mean. and I mean, I'm, I'm happy you're still supporting me and doing what I do, you know, like I said, we don't always have to have the same goals or the same vision, but I mean, as long as we support each other and are real with each other, and you know what I'm saying? We can always remain friends, right? It's no, man. And I feel like I don't know if you feel the same way, but the moment I show up with you, I feel like we let we we pick up where we left off. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. really, you know, there's never any like sour feelings no, or like, nothing. oh, uh, we don't want to, fuck. you know, it's always yeah. like, oh, love, 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 it's like, all you know, love I, every day, yeah. Like, and that's the thing, I feel like when you skip when you past like the friend stage or whatever and you kind of go into like almost like a family thing mm -hmm. it, it, you know you get that comfortable but uh, anyway I'm going to leave it right here because I think for we've sure, been recording sure. for a long time uh, we'll talk about other stuff uh, later on I'll be back next week uh, but as of right now thank you Frank for coming by you know it was a pleasure yeah, seeing sure, you man. talking to you uh, and I mean like I said you guys follow the Talk of My Shit podcast uh, to skinny 300 on Instagram uh, we'll be posting clips soon um, you guys have a great day bye bye